There are two ways to be successful. And I don't subscribe to the first one. That's just natural talent. And I just don't believe people who are naturally talented are better than me. I believe effort, and you've heard me say it, your mama might come from privilege. Your daddy might come from privilege. Your daddy might own a company. You might have a father that can give you everything your little heart desires, but you will not outwork me. Why? Because I realize that the bigger the dream, the more effort you're going to have to put in. I'm saying that some of you in this room, you might have small beginnings. You might not have a lot of money. You might not have a lot of resources. And I need you to understand that the bigger your dream is, the earlier you're gonna have to get up. The longer you're gonna have to stay up. I'm talking about concrete commitment. I'm talking about the commitment that says, I am going to stay true to what I said I would do long after the mood that I've set it in has left. Because I think we all know in this room, character's not something that we inherit. Character's something we gotta wake up every single day, we gotta fight and we gotta build it. You gotta begin with the end in mind, so whatever your dream or your goal is, you gotta wake up every day to it. You gotta go to bed with it. You gotta read stuff, the music you listen to, everything you do gotta pour into that dream. I understand it is in the process that you get better. It's in the process that don't nobody know your name and five years later, you're one of the best in the world. Why? The process. I don't get up at three o'clock in the morning because I'm broke. Then why do you get up at three o'clock in the morning? Because I ain't finished yet. I am not phenomenally skilled, but I'm phenomenally will. My IQ may never change, but my will changes every year. I get stronger and stronger and more determined. Why? Because it's in my DNA. I make the decisions every single day to be successful or to be a failure. We're not dealing with chance no more, baby. It's all choice. If you are not that talented, you can beat them with time. You can get to the spot before they get to the spot. Get your butt up and get there. Get up. Act like you're playing basketball. Act like you're playing football. Compete. That's what bothers me. Many of y'all are not competing. I need effort. Compete. Act like you play football. Go in that doggone classroom. Compete. Many of you have lost your competitive edge. Get your competitive edge back. I'm not against no other motivational speaker. I'm just competitive. When you dedicate your life, you don't care anything about the odds. When the dream is big enough, the odds don't matter. When you're working, you have a wall to break through. A friend of mine who runs a marathon, he says, when he's running the 26-mile marathon, he said, let's say that hypothetically, that 18th mile is the wall. He said, Les, when you get there and you're running, he says, everything in you is telling you to stop, to give up. Every muscle is aching. And you're saying to yourself, I can't do it. I can't do it. And you just keep on, and you keep on, and you keep on. It seems like you're moving at slow motion. And then eventually when you break through that 18-mile wall, then you know it's like done, and you're on automatic, and you glide on in. And you know it's there. You know you're going to get to the finish line. And we've all had experiences where we were working on something, and we knew it was possible. And we did those things that were necessary to bring it into reality. We took the responsibility to make it happen. Other people couldn't see it. A lot of people didn't believe it. You were attacked. You were criticized. People were opposing you, but you kept on doing it. It was hard. It was rough. It was difficult. But to you, it was worth it. And eventually, you got to a level you know can nothing stop me now. I'm on the move. I'm on the move. There are two ways to be successful. 
and I don't subscribe to the first one. That's just natural talent. And I just don't believe people who are naturally talented are better than me. I believe effort, and you've heard me say it, your mama might come from privilege. Your daddy might come from privilege. Your daddy might own a company. You might have a father that can give you everything your little heart desires, but you will not outwork me. Why? Because I realize that the bigger the dream, the more effort you're going to have to put in. I'm saying that some of you in this room, you might have small beginnings. You might not have a lot of money. You might not have a lot of resources. And I need you to understand that the bigger your dream is, the earlier you're going to have to get up. The longer you're going to have to stay up. I'm talking about concrete commitment. I'm talking about the commitment that says, I am going to stay true to what I said I would do long after the mood that I've set it in has left. Because I think we all know in this room, character is not something that we inherit. Character is something we got to wake up every single day. We got to fight and we got to build it. You got to begin with the end in mind. So whatever your dream or your goal is, you got to wake up every day to it. You got to go to bed with it. You got to read stuff. The music you listen to, everything you do got to pour into that dream. I understand it is in the process that you get better. It's in the process that don't nobody know your name and five years later, you're one of the best in the world. Why? The process. I don't get up at three o'clock in the morning because I'm broke. Then why do you get up at three o'clock in the morning? Because I ain't finished yet. I am not phenomenally skilled, but I'm phenomenally willed. My IQ may never change, but my will changes every year. I get stronger and stronger and more determined. Why? Because it's in my DNA. I make the decisions every single day to be successful or to be a failure. We're not dealing with chance no more, baby. It's all choice. If you are not that talented, you can beat them with time. You can get to the spot before they get to the spot. Get your butt up and get there. Get up. Act like you're playing basketball. Act like you're playing football. Compete. That's what bothers me. Many of y'all are not competing. I need effort. Compete. Act like you play football. Go in that doggone classroom. Compete. Many of you have lost your competitive edge. Get your competitive edge back. I'm not against no other motivational speaker. I'm just competitive. When you dedicate your life, you don't care anything about the odds. When the dream is big enough, the odds don't matter. When you're working, you have a wall to break through. A friend of mine who runs a marathon, he says, when he's running the 26-mile marathon, he said, let's say that hypothetically, that 18th mile is the wall. He said, Les, when you get there and you're running, he says, everything in you is telling you to stop, to give up. Every muscle is aching. And you're saying to yourself, I can't do it. I can't do it. And you just keep on, and you keep on, and you keep on. It seems like you're moving at slow motion. And then eventually when you break through that 18-mile wall, then you know it's like done, and you're on automatic, and you glide on in. And you know it's there. You know you're going to get to the finish line. And we've all had experiences where we were working on something, and we knew it was possible. And we did those things that were necessary to bring it into reality. We took the responsibility to make it happen. Other people couldn't see it. A lot of people didn't believe it. You were attacked. You were criticized. People were opposing you. But you kept on doing it. It was hard. It was rough. It was difficult. But to you, it was worth it. And eventually, you got to a level you know, can nothing stop me now. I'm on the move. I'm on the move.
If you're new to the Impact Secret Podcast show, welcome to the family, to my existing family. Big up as always. And thank you for joining on this podcast show. We shift the mindset through inspiration and motivation with the foundation being a discipline of being disciplined. I am your host, E.D., for all you smart and intelligent folks out there. Listen, that just simply means Ed. Now, pull up to the dinner table. I got some stories to tell. You know the slogan, the motto here. Bet on yourself. You won't win unless you get in the game and play. The quote of the year, the decade, the one that resonates with me. You never know how strong you are until being strong is the only choice you have. Bob Marley. One question to challenge you with two thought provoking statements. One question to challenge you with two thought provoking statements. Question to challenge you is what time are you waking up? to achieve your dreams what time are you waking up to achieve your dreams compete with effort compete with effort (laughs) and number three small beginnings small beginnings today's episode is entitled when life tries to put you in time out when life tries to put you in time out family i hope you as excited as i am to be here today so let's go ahead and jump in today's show hope you enjoyed the audio clips today i really enjoyed them because of the simple fact of they were really amazing from the standpoint of life. You see, life is funny. Life will try and, as the episode is entitled, put you in time out. You see, life will tell you you're not good enough. Life will tell you that this is impossible. Life will tell you that this is not what you should be doing. Life will, will you get the drift? You see, when I was thinking of that title of life will put you in time out as a child. See, when I was, I did something wrong. My mother will say, you're going to be, you're punished, punished in the way of you're grounded. So she took away the privileges that I enjoyed doing. So if it was watching TV or uh, going outside, my thing was going outside to play basketball. So she was like, nope, you won't be going outside this week to play ball. That crushed me because I was thinking and it got really bad when the kids would come up to my doorbell and read the doorbell and say, hey, can Ed come out inside and play? And she was like, nope, he's on punishment on punishment. You know, kids is just curious. Uh, And that's what that's and that's the thing too, family. I'm going to park real quick. We have to keep that curiosity because if we kept that curiosity as a kid, oh, my God, so many of the things that has happened to us maybe wouldn't happen as much because the curiosity would have would have started asking these those probing questions. But I digress. Let's move on. So, you know, kids would just ask, so why can't he come outside? And my mom being, you know, very transparent. He, he was supposed to be inside the house at a certain time and he came in three to four hours late and he still won't tell me where he's been. So until we work out that agreement where he was at, he's going to be grounded. And so um, 
then the funny thing is, is once you're released, it, I sound like I was in jail or prison or something. But once you're released from that of uh, being on time out, you're so grateful and thankful to now before when you used to get to court to the basketball court, in my case, in this scenario, much later, you're one of the first people there. And I would literally play from sunup to sundown, especially, I mean, when, of course, in the summertime. And what I understood about being in timeout when it was at a, such an early age, and even as an adult, as well, you can find yourself in timeout situations. But from a kid, what what I learned very fast well, on that first time that happened to me is is that sometimes family we we take a lot of things for granted. See, I as a kid, I was taking for granted being able to show up late to the basketball court because I knew I would get picked up and I knew that I was going to get, you know, I was going to, and I enjoyed it. And I, so I took it for granted and I did something that I knew I shouldn't have been doing thinking that, Hey, it'd be worth the trouble anyway, but come to find out I was missing out on the thing I love, which is playing basketball. And a lot of times family, we get distracted by, are um, the thing that we love as far as wanting to whatever that purpose and that dream is for us. And we get distracted by people telling us we're not good enough to actually go after that or look at that individual. Do you think you'll be able to compete with that individual and all of these talks and conversations and misdirections? And you're like, maybe she's right. Maybe he's right. Maybe they're right. But are they really right? See, fam, I keep telling you over and over again, and I'm not telling you what I think. I'm telling you what I know. The only people that I talk to or discuss with certain things that I'm experiencing is, is that they the rule for me and which you I think, family, um, you need to develop your as well. Don't talk to people who have not done what you're attempting to do or um thinking of doing or are actually doing, I should say. So if you're attempting to go after this particular dream or purpose, or you are living it, do not. And I repeat, do not talk to other people that are not doing that same thing, because what you will find out, they will give you consultation based off of their narrative, which may they may be coming from a great space but how can you tell me how to do something that i'm not doing that's like telling somebody that is a formula one race car driver or a nascar or um um you know a a basketball player to tell them hey you shouldn't do that because you can get hurt and i've never played those sports before that would that wouldn't make sense and so uh why do we why do we allow ourselves to get caught up into that particular dogma of listening to people that are not really that that may have our best interest because they don't want to see us get hurt or go after our dream and 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 fail but really do you fail do you fail if you're going through the process see that's why it's important of the small beginnings the small beginnings is me right now in my business slash uh, business office slash uh, studio slash whatever else is the small beginnings and creating a show and 
finding ways to get better, the small beginnings of actually going through the process. And and so when it gets to the point where I'm matched up against other speakers or I w- I'm at an event and we're, we're having shows and I'm having the ability to get on stage to to speak, even if they're, they, they catch me off guard, which they think they're catching me off guard. But really, I've been in the gym, as, as Drake would say, I was in the gym. So since I'm in the gym practicing, I'm in the gym doing these shows five days a week, there, something has to break. Something has to break, meaning something has to change. Something has to shift my speech, my the way that I articulate the the um, things that I was thinking was a burden or a a me getting out the block, the starting blocks late now has been my gift now has been where you can put me on a stage where you can put me in uh, in front of a microphone and we have a conversation. You'll be like, wow. Eric talked about that in the beginning of he, you know, he's one of the people that inspired me. He talked about that at the beginning. Uh, I think it was a second audio clip where he, he said the, some people I'll paraphrase in so many words. A lot of times people say, Oh, that person is talented. And he was saying, I don't believe in that first one, the whole talent piece, but I do believe in somebody taking something and just continue to work at it, continue to grind at it, continue to get better at it. So that's why I challenge you family and ask you, what are you, what, what time are you waking up to achieve your dreams? You remember we started a 30 day challenge of, well, of, of challenging you and saying, Hey, what time are you going to wake up this week earlier than, than what you did and not waking up at, at, at the time that I'm getting up at four or even, you know, when I was getting up at three, don't start there, start where, and you know, this is going to be rare <laughs> where I'm coming from. Cause you know, I don't like talking and saying be comfortable, but start at a comfortable time and then, gradually start moving back but make when I say comfortable not so comfortable that it's easy for you I'm talking about make it challenging but yet still something you can stay consistent at so this way it will allow you to still be competitive see I don't compete with anyone I used to think that like until I heard Michael Jordan say you know I'm not out here he said I'm competing with myself (sighs) I think you missed that he's Michael Jordan said I am competing with my myself he said I was he said when I was in when I got to a certain point I wasn't competing with other people I wasn't competing with other players I'm competing with myself and if you really unpack that, what he was saying is, is, is that he wasn't saying that, oh, you know, I am, I am better than every player in the league. He knew he was better than every player in the league. He knew that he had to psych himself out to get excited about playing. So he had to create little challenges. He had to, 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 to play little psychological mind games. And that's what we have to do a lot. A lot of times, family, you have to, when you want to lay in that bed and you know, you have a dream and a goal and you know, you know what you said that you wanted to do. Now, this is what you said. You said you wanted a business. You said 
that you wanted to be a speaker. You said that you was going to create that product. But in order to do that, you would need to wake up earlier because, you know, you have a family, you know, you have other obligations. And so the only way to be able to take time to work on your dream is either staying up later or getting up early, because this is what you said that you wanted to do. And when you realize if, if this is what you said that you were going to do, you have to be responsible for the activities and the actions that is required to do this and to be able to go through the actual process. Because when I was thinking about this, the one of the reasons why I make video of um well, now I have the uh, video going, by the way, if you don't know, started yesterday, I said I was going to start on Monday or or I was going to start uh, when I get to 200 episodes to actually bring in the video portion. But I started, uh, was it yesterday? Two days ago, I think. And the reason why I did that is because I want to show you guys that the importance of the small beginnings of just going ahead and getting started and not saying, well, I'll wait until I get this type of camera or I'll wait until I get this type of software. No, get started now. Because if you go ahead and get started now, as you're, as you're working on, on your craft and you're continually pounding away at your craft and getting better by the time when you're, I mean, when you get to a certain point, you can start, you know, bringing in some of those tools and functionalities a lot of times. And I am so guilty of this. And it goes back to that shiny object syndrome is, is like, I see software, especially me, cause I love technology and it's like, I'll see some type of software um, or basically technology. And I'll be like, Oh, okay. I, I need to get that. Like I was going to get a, a particular video software. And then I was like, man, I forgot. I have this software that I bought that I haven't even used yet. And the the reason why I'm sharing this with you family is because a lot of times we think we need all of these various um, technologies and, and all of these things. And you look at these videos and I'm probably with you right there watching them. But the thing about it is, is sometimes it will prevent you from getting started. It will prevent you because you're going to have to learn the software, which will take time away from you working on your craft. So it's just best to go ahead and get a rhythm and keep, you know, and 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 continue to keep going. And then as you phase these things in, being able to take time to actually see how they work, because I'm going to have to learn how this software that I have works. And the, and the thing about it is I have a lifetime subscription with the deal. So I'm like, oh, why haven't I been using this? I've been finding every reason. I was like, well, you know, um, I want to, you know, have on a certain, you know, word, wardrobe and all of that. And I said, forget that. Right now, family, I have on my workout gear with my do-rag. Um, and this is, I mean, this is just what it is because I, I, I work out in the morning and then after that, boom, I'm, you know, after I do all the other things in my, my morning routine, now it's like, now it's time to record the show. And what I am trying to tell you family is, is getting started. Just go after it. Stop waiting for the perfect time. Stop, stop wanting and needing a someone to 
sign off on it or someone to to give you consultation like, yeah, you know, you can you can go ahead and do just go do it. I was listening to this guy and he made a very perfect point in it. And it made me say, you know what? I have to I have to go ahead and readjust my mind to the success that I'm going to obtain and being the number one um I, I, you know, I like saying businessman, but inspirational, motivational speaker. But I understood and understand now, and because he put it in a good perspective for me, which really resonated. So what he said was, he said, when you were working, when you, you know, if for me, you know, I, I work full time, but if, if you don't work full time, it's still the same principle. It's when you were working that job or even if you're just a full-time entrepreneur, it's something that, you know, now there are, there are use cases out there where people just boom out the gate, hit it big. But the ones that, but the majority is, is not like that. And when you first came into a job, you didn't re- you didn't start at the number one position. Like you didn't come into a role and you were the CEO. It was, it took years and years and years of working in that particular, um, that business to be able to start generating the income that you wanted. And what he was saying is a lot of times people come online, um, uh, and, and think, because they're online and selling products and that they're going to be overnight a a millionaire or a billionaire or be able to be in a position where they can just quit their job. And he was saying that there's, there's nothing wrong with quitting a job, but what he was trying to, to the point he was trying to drive is, is that how you going to quit a job and you haven't even thought about doing what you were going to do as far as you made a commitment to say, I'm getting up at this time to work on this dream and purpose. And you're not even, you're not even doing it day in and day out. So how are you going to be committed to doing other things that's going to be required of you in that business? And it really woke me up because a lot of times family, we, we always say we want to do something and when we do start doing it, we expect that we should have the same outcome of somebody else that has been doing it for five or 10 years. And we've only been in it for 30 days or less. It's a fight family. It's a fight for to really do something that other people have decided not to do, meaning go after their purpose, go after their dream while still balancing a family life or if you work a job or if, you know, what other obligations you have and being able to see and, and, and you, you start seeing results very slowly. And I mean, it starts building, but it's a, it is a, a boring process. And a lot of people give up so fast because it's easier to quit to give in than it is to keep going the no matter what the no matter what of how time how tired you get or no matter what when a door closes that you thought was going to open or you dm somebody that says they want to help you and you get and you get a conversation with them and the conversation is is it 
they know nothing about you. I was uh, I was having a conversation. We're talking about an interview I had I had had um, a year ago. It was about a year ago, and really good interview uh, with the uh, owner of the company. Uh, it was a husband and wife duo. And what was what was interesting was uh, because right around that time, COVID had hit. And so they had put the position on hold and then she reached back out and said, hey, we're going to open it up again. And, you know, did you were you still interested? I said, yeah, absolutely. And so she was like, OK. And so they were getting we, we had a, a time scheduled to interview and then. Like maybe 10, 15 minutes before the interview was about to get ready to start, she canceled it. So then we had another one. And, and the same, so it happened twice. And I was like, Ugh, this is so I'm, I'm starting to get turned off. But, you know, for me, I'm, I'm, I'm one of those people that I finally tapped back into that little kid spirit. What I'm telling you guys about, which is being curious. And so I was curious to find out um, what what's really going on here? What are, why, what are they thinking? So finally um, they were able to set up the interview with the other owner, which was the husband. And uh, she had communicated to me. She said, Hey, this is going to be the last, this is it, you know, cause we're ready to move forward with it, you know, with the process. What, what I want to let you know is just one more other candidate. So it'd be between you two after you interview with my husband, we'll, we'll make a decision together to see which one will be a best fit. I said, okay, awesome. No, no worries. I go meet with the husband and, and in meeting with the husband, the guy didn't even take a, he didn't even look at my resume. And then the first part of the conversation, we spent 10 minutes talking about the, you know, the, the COVID and the, the changes and, and all of that. And then it was about five, maybe about 10 minutes talking about the actual job and, and who I am as a person um, and what I could bring to the table. And that was it. And so he said, oh, I'll be making a decision in, in a week or two. I got an email in about 30 and less than an hour and said, hey, they're going to go with the other candidate. And what I was what reason why I tell you that story is because of the fact of it really frustrated me that I went through all of that for this for an interview and, and the person that was interviewing me didn't even take time to prepare to even have a discussion with me. And what I learned through that particular piece was. Don't take it personal, it's just business. I also learned that a lot of that that was such a blessing in disguise, because if 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 I would have worked for them. That let me know that if they're not prepared for an interview, what else are they not prepared for? See, a lot of times, family, when we get rejected and told no, we we start beating ourselves up. Well, OK, maybe you're not like that. I started to beat myself up when I would get rejected. I'd be like, why? You know, I'm this. And then you start putting things when you step back from it and start putting things in pers- perspective. You're like, hmm, oh, I get it now. OK, no worries. Because now you're unable to unpack what, what what the delusion was, and you should be so grateful when a door closes because that wasn't that door wasn't for you yet. Maybe it's not time for you to go walk through that door. It's another door being prepared for you. 
So that's why I always say, family, don't discredit these small beginnings that you are building upon the the business that you're you're working on while you're working your full time job or the uh, business you're building while you're a full time mother or, or, or father on the side. Whatever you are doing, whatever, as I always say, whatever that thing is. Don't forget about those small beginnings. Don't be frustrated about those small beginnings because that is your foundation that you're building. You're creating those disciplines. As we talk at, at the top of the, the, the show, I, I changed the intro from, you know, from uh, personal development to inspiration, motivation with a foundation of discipline, because I understand that there is no way that you can do whatever you're trying to build unless you have the, the the discipline but you also have to need you need the motivation and inspiration to get excited about doing it but when you don't feel excited about doing that to be able to have the discipline to go ahead and move forward and and make sure you're doing what you need to do so again I'll close with this statement what time are you waking up to achieve your dreams what time are you waking up to achieve your dreams? Family, I hope you enjoyed today's show. I know I did. I just want to push you, family. I want I want to push you into greatness. I want to push you into believing and knowing that if you made it up in your mind, if you made a, a decision, enough's enough. I am tired of being sick and tired. I am tired of living the way that I'm living. There is more in me than what the world is telling me is. It's up to you to get up. It's up to you to, to, to stand up again after you've been knocked down multiple times. It's up to you to start taking what is maybe something you've been interested in, something you've been passionate about, something that has just, just troubled you, a problem, a whatever that thing is again, family, and start taking your time and working through it, walking through it and enjoying the grit and the grind of the process. I have been your humble host, E.D. You already know for all you smart people out there, that just means Ed. I will end the show. It's been a pleasure. It's been a great opportunity to deliver this when life tries to put you in time out. <laughs> I'm out of here. Peace.